The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. We're always looking for more intros or just your voicemails uh, to get your thoughts on the show. Help us pass some time in this lonely off-season. Uh, before we jump into this episode, I want to give a big shout-out to Baron. From, I'm not going to say your last name. You know, I don't want to give away your privacy, mm-hmm. but I was at Target. A couple days ago, and Baron comes around the corner and yells my name. I thought I was in trouble. Turns out he's just a fan of the show. That's pretty that was, awesome. I love meeting the. Don't ever be afraid to say what's up if you see us out. He was a super nice guy. We got a picture. I love meeting all you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Baron from Target. Thanks for watching the show. Hopefully you're listening to this one. Uh, we're, today we're going to talk about how hot is Kevin's fancy seat coming into the season. Uh, we're going to talk about how the Browns' rush attack stands up against the rest of the league, and also maybe just get into a little bit of player news real quick. We also have a voicemail from Kenny Mack, so those are always good. Uh, before we do that, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on the Patreon on page uh i believe they just wrapped up the f- the uh dynasty league draft did you guys finish it yes, yes we we're did. gonna talk about two it today. weeks it took two weeks two weeks. rounds in two weeks yeah yep so what that, a grind yeah that's a, grind. a damn grind uh, sure was. we're gonna start doing uh putting out um feelers for the redraft leagues that we do every year last year we had four hopefully we can get more than that this year um we're going to start posting stuff about that so make sure you guys are paying attention uh basically if you join the dog pack you get to play fantasy football with us for free winners of those leagues always get free merch then we do a uh like a tournament of all the leagues and that person gets merch so we, we give out a lot of free stuff uh over the course of the football season so if that's something you're interested in uh you know check out the dog pack you also get access to the private discord um you get an extra episode every week just a ton of fun for everybody involved you get to meet us more talk to us uh uh more often you know during the off hours so and, and then you get to just meet browns fans from all over the world uh, a couple browns backers presidents it's just a good time so if that's something you're interested in you want more content join the dogs.com become an official dog pack member I want to add in real quick just about the fancy leagues too like it is sort of first come first serve so i mean if you want to play the sooner you get in and message us like as soon as you sign up for Patreon and message us immediately and just say, Hey, I want to play fantasy football. We put your name on the list. That way we make sure you're in no problem. Don't want to leave anybody out, but yeah, if would, you want to play for sure, get in now, get in I, now. I would say the lowest we would probably go is probably like a 10 man league. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
yeah, it's 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 first come first serve, especially at the beginning, uh, or and then towards the end, it's like w- once we officially have to set a cutoff on how many leagues there's going to be, it's like it's kind of like okay, there's three spots, that's all that's left because yeah. we can't if if those fill up and then you want to play, well, we, we're probably not going to be able to find eleven other people in that short amount of time or ten. So, uh, yeah, make sure you guys get in there, sign up if you want to play fantasy football with us. Uh, so, just kind of moving into what we wanted to get into today, uh, it, it came out this week. I think it was Mary Kay who came out and said that the Browns not going to sign a big name wide receiver or running back. So that means no D hop, no Ezekiel. Yet. Um, are you guys surprised by that? I know I can think of one Brown dogs podcast <laughs> correspondent who was surprised. I'm just messing with you. DF. I like to give you a hard time. I mean, the Deandre Hopkins thing was in the beginning. Obviously the speculation was, I feel like it was legitimate by, all the media that was looking at the situation saying, yeah, this is very plausible. I mean, the situation kind of lines up, but the more you heard from him and what his wishes were, it was like, I don't know if this is such a great fit. Cause he was really looking for like the big contract. It, it, it's been said since the beginning, he wants the OBJ mm-hmm. type thing. And the Browns just aren't going to do that. My, my thing was I never get, I never felt like we were going to sign him. Basically, all the noise you heard, nothing was from the Browns. You never, nobody, nobody in the Browns organization was talking about going to get D Hop. It was all the media and just Browns fans talking. I, well, I feel like we talk about that with every big yeah, name. Yep. So, I think yep. the restructuring of the couple contracts, the release of Joe Hag, like those kind of moves to free up cap space, kind of gave that speculation. I, I, I know the Browns didn't say anything. I think those moves were what. Fueled a, fueled a little bit fueled of the fire. fire. But, yeah. but you're, that could have been for anybody, though, or just for the future. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I know when we restructured a couple of those comments it, well, or uh, contracts, we immediately signed a couple other guys. I think you said it does, their money might not count or something. I think if they don't make the, the active roster, I think they can be cut with a zero against the cap. Okay. So. okay. Uh, but yeah, I just, I was, I never got the sense that we were going to sign it. I think I talked about it. It went against everything AB has ever stood for in terms of bringing in players. He doesn't like older players. Uh, he does. He, he doesn't want to get rid of his draft picks. That's for sure. Which right. bringing in D hop <clears throat> might've forced at least one of his draft picks out the door. It'd be interesting to see what happens with Schwartz regardless. Yeah. So I just, I just never got that sense. Um, did you think we had no. a shot? So I, I did, but I think I, I kind of want to like jump on something you said. I think as Browns fans, we get caught up in that. That's I was going to say that every time that there's a big name or even an average name, as soon as you get on the internet, Cleveland Browns, should they go after this guy? Should they bring him in? I've said for a few weeks now, like they next year is going to be really, really rough as far as like salary cap, like just as far as like numbers lining up, I think, I don't think they're going to spend any more money. I think that they're just kind of just done Would I've liked to see D hop come in. I think it would have been super cool to see like for me, seeing what that offense would look like, that would have been awesome, but I'm not like super, super surprised as far as running backs. I'm not surprised at all with Zeke Fournette, They're guys that are still looking for, they're holding out basically for bigger contracts. And I don't think you'll see anything happen with those guys till training camp injuries start piling up. Cause right now they're, those guys aren't going to go and take a number one spot from anybody on the team. I think Dalvin cook could go be somebody's number yeah, one. Dalvin cook could for sure. Like I, for sure. I don't know what the Vikings are, are really doing there. I think they got salary cap problems. Mm-hmm. They are. I literally look at what they've done this off season. They've, 
traded away a lot of their, they're still, I don't even think they're done. They're talking about getting rid of Daniel Hunter now. I mean, Cousins every big contract finally like gets them to the playoffs and they just get rid of everybody the next year. It's like they're in rebuild mode all of a sudden. They just made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I think Dalvin Cook would step on to just about any team in the league outside of a couple and be the number one running back. No. And I mean, I know like we talked about Ezekiel Elliott being his skill set being a good fit for what the Browns could use him for, but I never honestly believed he would take on that kind of role. You know what I mean? Especially for, I'm, I'm sure he's looking for more money than teams are willing to give him. And for, yeah. Well, in, in for those of you guys who didn't know, we put out a video talking about should the Browns sign him and what we thought about it. And then Quincy put out a video saying why well, we were wrong, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which I actually watched it. And, and he made good points to the point like, Ezekiel Elliott, you're not going to put Ezekiel Elliott on your team to trot him out there five times a game. You know what I mean? Because if, if you're if we thought Chubb's obviously the one, and we didn't think Zeke was coming here to be the two, we were thinking about Ford is the two, and Zeke is going to be like your third down back. Well, that, that guy gets what, five? He gets on the field five to ten snaps a game. Zeke Elliott's not going to do that. You right. know, And you're not going to bring a guy like Zeke Elliott in to do that to do that <laughs> right you know that was a big point that that quincy made and i actually agreed with and you kind of like changed my mind a little bit was yeah you're not bringing a guy of that not only that pedigree in the nfl but also like that ego i love zeke but you know what i mean like he's not coming here for eight snaps a game i think he's a guy that can like as far as even like selling jerseys he's still a big name like if somebody <laughs> if your favorite team signs zeke i I'm probably super excited. I don't know what the role would be, but, but I mean, I, I don't think he's don't get me wrong. He's fallen off and they used him up in Dallas, but I don't think he's like, I don't think he's French toast. As you would say, he should go somewhere like that. Isn't going to win a lot of games. And then you just sell tickets and jerseys. Like, <laughs> I don't think he wants to do that. Either. Like the Cardinals. They're going to struggle. They need something to give the fans to want to buy tickets and Zeke isn't necessarily explosive and stuff anymore, but he's a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, I think he'd fit in well there behind Connors. Yeah. I think it's funny. The James Connor, not mm-hmm. Connors, Connors, <laughs> the, the team that he's linked to the most right now through the media is back to Dallas. Dallas yeah. Which makes sense. Just to go sense. back way cheaper. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And no longer at the RB one role, which he wasn't I, I was gonna, I don't, season anyway. He wasn't so. there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, did, I just uh, I'm not surprised. I think I think the Browns are very happy with where their roster is right now. I think I talked about this. Find me the hole. Where yeah. if, where's the the major hole in the Browns roster? And as fans, we should be too. I mean, I, honestly, I do think a lot of fans would probably say linebacker, but I would push back a little bit with all the you know the improvements on the defensive line. I think that really helps the linebackers play better. I think yeah. we've got Anthony Walker coming back healthy. Yeah. Yeah. J-O-K, Fields, Taki Taki, whenever he, I don't know if he'll be ready at the beginning. Right off the bat, I don't think he'll be ready, but. Yeah, I I think we'll be okay. I agree. Uh, Before we move on to just a little bit more running back chatter, uh, this is for all you Browns fans in Ohio. Have you signed up for DraftKings yet? If you're a new user, you can receive $150 in bonus bets instantly after following just three steps. Create an account, deposit, and then wager $5 or more on any sport. And whether your first wager wins or loses, you'll still receive the $150 in bonus bets. All you have to do is use the code THEDOGS, all one word, when you sign up. 
The best part, using our code, the dogs, not only gets you the bonus, it also supports this podcast. So if you're considering signing up for DraftKings, please definitely use our code, the dogs, to maximize your first bets. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 in order and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check out the episode description for the four for the full terms of the offer. Okay, so before we kind of move on to some other stuff, mm-hmm. Demetric Felton right now is kind of like RB3 on the Browns depth chart behind Chubb and Ford. Okay. How do you guys feel about that? Do you guys think the Browns roll into the season, Demetric Felton RB3, or is somebody else going to be that guy? I have very little confidence in that. Okay. <laughs> very, very, very little confidence. And um, it's kind of unfortunate, right? Because coming out, we were like, man, this guy – could be a hybrid. You know, he played a little wide receiver at UCLA. Um, my, here's my thing, though. When he had his opportunities, which there weren't a lot of, especially on special teams, he just looked like he had the jitters. Like, it was always just bobbles. And mm-hmm. I, I know he had that one touchdown. It was like a little screen pass and stuff like that. I don't know if I'm comfortable putting him in a role. And let's say we get to that point where, God forbid, Chubb and Ford are both out. And this is a guy that we're going to put a heavy workload on. I'm just not comfortable with it. Not I don't think. What, what if what if Ford's your your leading then, guy for a game or something? Who's going to spell him? Right. So I know. so call me crazy here, but I don't think it matters who your running back three is. Okay. Because if somebody gets hurt, the Browns will just sign somebody. This is true. The Raven. Okay. I mean, the Ravens literally just kept signing running backs last year. They're getting decent players all the time. I mean. Running this sound. I don't want to say they're dime a dozen, but like decent running backs. Obviously, there's your elite guys, mm-hmm. but like decent guys, guys who can come in and get it done for a game or a couple games. They're just sitting around out there. So come in. Don't even have a running back three. If you need one, go get one. I mean, I just to me, it's a thing like it's it's a non-issue. It it, it doesn't matter because if if these two guys are healthy, he's never getting on the field anyways. And if okay. one of these two guys gets hurt, they'll just go sign somebody. Well, okay. I guess I guess that's the thing too with Felton is every time like a situation like that has come up where we're like, oh man, Kareem is about to be taking the step as the lead back. It never is that guy. It's always the practice squad guy. Mm-hmm. It's always the um, Dearness Johnson or the John Kelly that kind of guy that steps in and flourishes in that role. So I, I honestly. I'd be very, very surprised just based on looking at the roster. And I know we haven't like really tried to drop down into final roster yet, but like to me, I, I look at Felton and I'm like, I don't, I don't see, I don't know if he has a spot on the team. You know he what I mean? He doesn't contribute in the run game. He doesn't contribute no special in the teams. receiving game or special teams. What, what is his role? Right. Now I'll say this. There was a time when we first drafted him, when every time he touched the ball, he looked like he was going to take it to the house. Yeah. In space, he's excellent. In, in the special teams thing, did he do that in college? Did he return punts know. and kicks? I don't remember. I don't know if top. I, of my head. I don't think he. So in that turn, the fact that he's not that good at it in the pros, well, the pros is kind of a tough time to learn how to do something compl- that you've never done before. That's fair. So I'm not holding that against him. Um, now, in terms of like not contributing in the running in the passing game, that's a little bit concerning. Uh, I'm just curious to see. If he, if he could ever get an opportunity. The biggest thing right. is, I guess the biggest question mark in red flag would be why hasn't he ever gotten it? Because there's been times, like you said, where Chubb and Kareem were both out. Yep. And it was Dearness and John Kelly, yep. not Demetric Felton. So mm-hmm. why hasn't he ever gotten that opportunity? Obviously, they saw something they liked in him when they drafted him. And he's made the team every year. Like, 
Um, so what else is going on? I, I'm curious to see. I'd like to see him get some kind of touch just because, like he's, we said, when he was first drafted, it, we were like, this guy's going to be a stud. This is, this is going to be the steal of the draft. Mm-hmm. And then he's just kind of fallen off a cliff. So, um, but in terms of who's going to be the running back three, like just don't even have one. Have, <laughs> keep an extra wide receiver or something. You know what I mean? Like, I guess your biggest thing, you can't go in with only two guys into a game because if your first guy gets hurt, you're in big trouble in the first quarter. Then you know you got one running back the rest of the game. So you, you know, I was being a little bit facetious when I said don't <laughs> even have one. But I'm just saying it could if if Chubb goes down early in a game. Okay, Ford, well you're getting 25 carries. Demetric Felton, you'll spell him a couple times. And Monday we'll go sign a running back. Or and I think John, Ke- I think it's going to be between him and John Kelly. John Kelly, I think, has got a shot to make mm-hmm. the roster this year. Okay, I I don't. I don't know. It's a pretty good, valid point. There's guys out there still they could sign too, but I mean, the one you guys talked about was uh, Robinson. I I think that'd be so. After hours, I did see a little bit more about that too. I think he would be a good fit. Yeah, I I, now like so everything I read though is it's still it's an injury thing. Like I think he came way back too soon from the Achilles thing after like what eight months or something like that. And I think he's done some serious damage to his knee because now it's a knee thing. And I, I don't know if he was compensating for, you know, Achilles issues and destroyed his knee, but there's him. Daryl Henderson kind of gets floated out there a little bit. Browns he's, brought him in. Yeah. He's versatile. Um, I always see Justin Jackson a lot too. Um, he's, I mean, they're, they're so these, these are, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yes. These guys are just readily available right yes. now, but these are kind of the more prototypical size running backs that I would see being able to fill in. If we needed a guy felt was just such a small dude. Like he's a smaller undersized running back. And I just don't think he could hold up to even spelling Ford for, or, you know, a handful of carries throughout a game. I mean, he only has eight carries in a two year career. So, I do, but I, I like Robinson, you know, barring the injury stuff. I like Henderson. I like some of these guys, like you said, Blake, that are just, they're there. They're yeah. there, and we can get them whenever. Yep. <clears throat> so let us know what you guys think. Uh, who's going to be the Browns running back through this year? This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Summer is here, everybody. Time to sit back and unwind with Omaha Steaks. Perfectly aged, always tender, and guaranteed delicious. Right now, Omaha Steaks is sharing an amazing limited-time offer when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the keyword dogs, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar. You'll be able to order the Gourmet Grill Pack for just $99.99. Plus, you'll get eight free Omaha Steak Burgers when you place your order. These burgers are legendary. They taste like steak on a bun, and that brings you a true backyard burger experience in every single bite. Order now and save 61% on the Gourmet Grill Pack, which includes four bacon rat filet mignons, four premium air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four boneless pork chops, four gourmet jumbo franks, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and Omaha Steaks' very own seasoning. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. I'm telling you guys, this stuff is amazing. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com right now. Type keyword dogs, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar. Order the gourmet grill pack today and rock out your sunny day barbecues all summer long. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword dogs. Is that doing, we got a Kenny Mac voicemail? 
We do. Yo, Dog Pack is Kenny Mack, and I am getting to you with birthday wishes for Mr. Blake Reniker. Buddy, you'd have the best takes, and if this was a baseball team instead of a podcast, you'd be the cleanup hitter because you'd be swinging for the fences with those awesome takes. So have a great birthday. Can't wait till the Hall of, Hall of Fame weekend. Peace. <laughs> oh, Kenny Mack. I gotta love Kenny Mack, man. Thank you. Love me some Kenny Mack. I turned I turned 21 years old this past weekend. Yeah, you look, you look, like you look great. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it was a good birthday. Thank you, Kenny Mack. I was born on Father's Day as a kid, and then my birthday's always on Father's Day. So I just always, I just remind my dad every year that I'm just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Imagine getting to raise me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what boy. a lucky son of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, real quick on on the mention of Kenny Mack though, Kenny Mack's actually doing a little try a little something for us here. He's doing a Throwback Thursday video for Dogs Podcast coming out. Oh god! Well, I guess today's Wednesday if you're watching this on the date's release. So tomorrow he's yeah. gonna do this every Thursday. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do one here and there and kind of see how how people like it. Well, no, what's he doing? He's just playing an old video of ours. Throwback Thursday. So he's going oh, back and Christ. talking about no. He's no, going, not us. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say he's talking. Like, uh. He's highlighting a, a former Browns player and oh, kind of talking about their career. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's it's I pretty thought, cool. I thought we were You're just throwing back the, all the stuff. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were throwing on like the 2001 Dogs podcast episodes. And I was like, don't do it. Please, God, don't do that. Uh, no, I like that, Kenny. That's gonna be sweet, man. That's yeah. very awesome. Support Kenny Mac, guys. Watch Absolutely. those episodes because that's that's awesome. Uh, and Kenny Mac, he's great. Been guy before very yep. funny he's been in here before yeah 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 that's a th he's gonna be in town for hall of fame we're like 20 minutes from there so i can't wait yes yeah, be awesome. uh cool so what thanks kenny mac i appreciate it it was a very good birthday uh i can't wait to drink a brewski with you in a couple months um so that brings us to how hot is kevin stefanski seat entering the season so i saw this list online the other day and it, it caught my interest it says head coach is on the hot seat entering this year. Uh, number one was Brandon Staley. Uh, two was Kevin Stefanski. Three was Ron Rivera. Four was Josh McDaniels. Five was Mike McCarthy. Six was Todd Bowles. Seven was Dennis Allen. And eight was Arthur Smith. Those were the, the eight coaches that Cody Benjamin uh, says are on the hot seat entering the year. I guess one... Um, what do you think of the list? Is there any names on there that you think aren't on the hot seat or did he kind of get that right? Mm. That aren't on the hot seat. Yeah. So Brandon Staley, Stefanski, Rivera, McDaniels, McCarthy, Bowles, Allen, or Smith. Uh, I, I mean, there's a, like, so I feel like Dennis Allen still, if you hire a head coach and after one year, you're like, uh, maybe we need to make a change. I feel like that you just sometimes these things take time. You can't just get rid of a guy. Now, if he goes into his second year and you see no improvement and the team still looks awful, maybe there's no direction there. Um, I mean, of all those of all those coaches, and we'll get to Stefanski. I mean, I think they're all deserving of kind of being on the hot seat. Yeah, I, I was honest. Like, I was a little bit surprised Brian Steely didn't get fired last year. Yeah, you said that for a couple years now. This is every <laughs> like the playoffs come around and. Blake's been real big on this. He's like, man, in big moments, chokester. Yeah. <laughs> big time, just what are you doing, guys? He's just the king of overthinking or yeah. not thinking at all. I can't figure out which one it is. What's going on, yeah. Um, people say that about Stefanski. Imagine being a Chargers fan. Oh, I can only imagine what they say about him. <laughs> like, I, um, So Todd Bowles, hot seat. There's a couple of guys, like Todd Bowles and Dennis Allen, 
I feel like they're only the coaches of their current team because their current teams were like in a pinch. Apparently Tom Brady and Bruce Arians didn't get along great. And if they wanted Tom Brady to stick around for another year, so like, okay, cool. He'll step back and, and here, we'll just put this guy in here for now. Right. Like the real coach of those teams were no longer there all of a sudden. It's like, Crap. Yep. We'll, we'll just promote somebody from it thin real quick. Yep. Um, because you're not going to tell me that Dennis Allen was the first choice of the Saints when they're mm-hmm. trying to like, they were trying to like groom a, a Jameis Winston or in an, all these quarterbacks and you, this old defensive coach. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't get the sense he was their number one choice. That's right. Um, I would argue, <laughs> I think Kevin Stefanski will be on the hot seat if the season starts rough. I think he, could you could say deservingly his seat should be very lukewarm right now. I just don't know if it's hot because I feel like there is so much optimism about the Browns this year inside the organization. I get no sense that anybody's in panic mode, anything like that. I think they really like the roster they put together. I think they, they feel they fixed the issues with the defense and the special teams. They address some of the holes on the defense, like in the defensive line, they added some wide receivers. Um, I just think there's so much optimism around the team right now that I just don't see he's on the hot seat. We start Owen four. I think that gets very hot. I don't think that Andrew Barry is the kind of guy to fire somebody mid season though, or right. else we would have seen Joe Woods gone mm-hmm. exactly last year. Yep. He had been fired after the Jets game. And I mean, I did a a video a few weeks ago, maybe last week, whatever, talking about how last year we were just a few plays throughout the season away from having a very good record Mm -hmm. last year. And and none of it was on the offense, which is, I know he's the head coach. Yeah. But that was, I mean, Joe Woods defense and uh, Mike Prefer's special teams blew it for us so many times whenever... Honestly, if you go back and look at kind of like the game, the play-by-play on those games, I mean, the offense was putting us in positions to win. Yeah. And then uh, a false start on special teams, and then we get a kick blocked that would have won the game for mm-hmm. us. And it's like those kinds of things I don't expect to happen under the new coaching staff. No, and to the people, you know, he's, like you said, he was the head coach. But that doesn't mean he can micromanage the defense and the special you teams. You don't want him doing no, that. No, like at, at some point, like as a good manager – you have to trust that your guys are going to go do yeah. the job, even when you're not there. You know, like managers don't work 24-7. That's why they put people in place that they can trust. Now, you could say he never should have hired them. That's right. You know, that you could put on him. But in terms of, like, it's not like he could just say, Joe, don't worry, I'll do the offense, the defense, and the special teams now. You guys just stand around and look good. Right. Like, that, that wasn't an option, you know, or else – everything would have fallen apart. Um, So it's not, he couldn't just do it all. He those guys were making money. He had to rely on them. They let him down. And then there's a reason they're not coaches on this team anymore. Correct. It sucks. I feel like there's always something to like every, so he had his first year went to the playoffs and then every year since it's just been something like, so the second year it was Baker. Just her shoulder. Yep. Third year. Oh, Joe Woods doesn't have a defense. It's crazy because he's probably the best coach that we've had since we came back, you know, and I would say convincingly. I've made this point several times to people like his quarterbacks have been Baker Mayfield and Jacoby Brissett. I don't count Deshaun Watson yet because that wasn't Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. last year. So those two quarterbacks, he had them each in the top 10 of QBR, yep. like in the league. Yep. I mean, they both, we've said this millions of times, they both had their best seasons under this guy. Yeah. Yep. I just don't want to see panic. Like, I don't want to see the stuff we saw last year. No, I don't want to see players kind of just doing their own thing. I don't want to see, you know, a loss of the locker room. I, that's that's my thing. I think he's 
as Cleveland fans, we kind of need to chill. But like, if they have another terrible season, it's probably over. I don't know if Haslam has the patience to really just wait. If it's another bad season, I mean, it's reasonable yeah, for sure for him to be fair. on the hot seat. Absolutely, I understand yeah. it, but I don't know. I just I, it wasn't like we were blowing. You you know we were losing games and getting our butts kicked last year, and, and he just looked completely inept out there. It was oh the Browns look pretty good in this game, and then down into the wire, something something just happened. Always something. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't understand the Stefanski hit online, and I'm people are going to start jumping in our comments talking about how bad he is. God, he's not bad. He's he's a <laughs> well, good, right. Like, he's, he's not bad. He's not perfect. No, nobody is perfect. Okay. And if you fire him, who who do you hire? Yeah. Uh, Another look, look unproven at, somebody? Yeah. You're just rolling the dice again and going, oh, well, maybe, the, hey, maybe we'll have something better than the last guy when you might have something right now. The biggest thing I hear, too, is if he starts bad, they'll fire him and it'll be Schwartz. No. Well, Schwartz, I, I love Jim Schwartz. Also, his head coaching career yeah. A lot of losses. A lot of losses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so There's a reason he's a defensive coordinator now. Yep. Yeah. So it has been. That's one of those things like, come on, like, okay, get rid of him. And then what? And right. then you're right back at square one. Yep. Um, and and it, when you talked about that, you said that wasn't Deshaun last year. We, I remember making multiple comments last year. Like we need to just let Deshaun be loose. Like mm-hmm. we're trying to, we're not playing to his strengths right now. And then whatever you heard all off season, we're completely changing, tailoring the offense. Well, you couldn't do that mid season. Right. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't just, Oh, Deshaun's back. Hey, everything we've done for the last four months, we're throwing that out the window. Yeah. And we're, we're only doing it for six games. Yeah. We're running this <laughs> offense now. It was, it was like a Deshaun go out there and get used to game speed again and just, it is what it is. If we can make something out of this, then cool. But I don't think the Browns had any expectations for last year. No, I agree with you on that because, well, what happened after the season? It wasn't like we blew stuff up. We fired the two coaches who needed to be fired. We took, we fixed the problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We didn't do anything drastic. We fixed the problems. They looked at the defensive line and said, oh, holy got, shit. Got some issues. Yeah. Let's address the line. You know, so. It's like that every year. Yeah. So just hopefully... I mean, God forbid there's something new that is coming, but, you know, that'll mess us up and derail it. But, no, I, I'm with you. I, I agree with your point, too, that I don't think they'll fire him regardless. They could start off 0-6, and, and I don't think they'll fire him. They'll stick it through to the end of the year, and if we got four wins, they'll go, okay, well, hey, it's been real. Yeah. We're moving on. So, let us know. Is Stefanski on the hot seat? Uh, and if he is, how hot is it? Um, and if it's not, how long until he is? You know, what kind of – if the season starts bad, when do we start hearing, you know, the peanut gallery? Yep. Um, okay. So then last thing I want to talk about, Justin sent us this today. Um, that's how we come up with episodes, by the way. It was like six hours before we're going to record. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what, what do you guys want to talk about today? That's, oh, here we go. I will say thank you to everybody watching and listening to the podcast right now because we were, me and Justin were talking before you got here tonight. We're kind of in the dead zone oh, of, of the football season. I mean, it's rough. People talk about after the Super Bowl. Well, not really. You got like a this is it you know, right a couple here. weeks, and then free agency starts. I mean, things start to ramp up, and we're not that far out, though. Thank God, we're not that far we're out. Close. But it's like you had all this build up, the draft and free agency and everything, mini camps and all this stuff, and then okay, we'll see you guys in a month. Yeah, like what are we supposed to do? Yeah, <laughs> like they're making it tough on us. <laughs> first world problems yeah. <laughs> uh, so he sent us this list um, it was the ranking the top seven rushing attacks uh, via Paul Bermsteer and um, killed it <laughs> Charles Davis okay 
And this is killed it, bro. And this is <laughs> I, I got distracted. Um, so number one, they got he's got Lamar, J.K. and Gus Edwards. Okay. Two is Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Three is Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and Debo Samuel. Four is Derrick Henry and was it Tyja? Tyje? Tyje. Tyje Spears. Uh, five is Jalen Hurts and the, the Phillies in Phillies running backs. Because they don't even know who's going to be. <laughs> uh, six is Brees Hall and Michael Carter. And seven is Jonathan Taylor and Anthony Richardson. Somehow the Browns aren't on there. Yeah. They were probably eight. It's got to be it, right? <laughs> That's and, right. And, and John said, you know, it's saying rushing attacks. So, you know, they're saying Deshaun didn't run, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I, I understand. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But just with with just Nick Chubb last year, the Browns were one, two, three, four, five, the sixth leading rushing team in the NFL. LeBron or LeBron. Wow. Deshaun still averaged like 30 rushing yards a game, at least, mm-hmm. I think, you know, in those six games. So we don't need four extra people to come up with our rushing attack. We just needed Nick Chubb and we're sixth in the league in rushing. So the, as long as this is in order, <laughs> it looks like it is <laughs> alphabetical order. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, maybe it's, yeah, it's, in, yeah. well, this is rushing. Okay. I don't know how this is. Okay. Well, Hey, this no, is their so, stats, but it's not in any kind of order. NFL.com is really screwing the pooch here. Okay. Well, this is the one that gets me the most is the number four on the list. Okay. Because we talk all the time okay. about Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. Who's the best running back, pure rusher, blah, blah, blah. Right. So Derrick Henry by himself, because Tajay Spears was not on the team last year. Right. Derrick Henry by himself makes this list at number four. Okay. Tajay Spears is a rookie. He's never taken a snap in the NFL. Right. So how does Nick Chubb, who was what, two? Three in the league last year in rushing, not make this list with Jerome Ford, who was in the league last year. Right. I, I'm not even making the argument that we should be number one. No, I'm just number, saying they got number one right. I think yeah, so. I think number one's right. And I would even slide McCaffrey, Mitchell, and Debo up to two. Yeah, I don't like the Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, because you didn't see a whole lot out, out of Dillon last yeah. year. Uh, now, I, maybe they're thinking, oh, hey, rookie quarterback, Jordan Love's coming in. Maybe they're just going to just run the ball. 35 times a game i don't and maybe they will and i would even be okay with philly i i think penny's a nice back i don't know what he's going to look like coming off this injury but i think he has the potential to have a huge year you know so i would slide cleveland somewhere in around i'd say probably four somewhere in there because my thing Brees Hall, Michael Carter, like that Brees, one cracked me up. Brees Hall is nice. Don't get me wrong. Coming off an injury though, and then Michael Carter didn't even step in for him. It was, <laughs> it was uh, Zonovan. Was that's, Zonovan Knight right? Yeah, that, was Zonovan that Knight. Zonovan yeah. Knight. Yeah. When it said Brees Hall, and Michael Carter, I was like, I had to laugh a little bit. Yeah. Like, really? Did they forget who the backup was? I last think year? you can't put Anthony Richardson on the list. He's a rookie. He hasn't proven anything in the leagues. <laughs> Um, like, like what are we player. doing? The and I was right about the Browns were six. I, I, I made okay, sure good. I had this right. Excellent. So they were six in the in the league in rushing last year. Ravens were second. It was Bears, Ravens, Falcons, Giants, Eagles, Browns. Yeah. So th- these all these teams who led the league in rushing last year, they got the Ravens in there and they got the Eagles in there and the 49ers in there. But these other teams, like you would say, 
how is the Giants not a top rushing attack if well, they were fourth in the league in rushing? Yeah, well, and here's oh, my thing. Good. One Barkley yeah. and Daniel Jones, but they put Anthony Richardson and John Taylor. I got Daniel one Jones better than that. Actually a pretty good runner. Yeah, I've got one better than that. Where's Justin Fields? Justin oh, Fields yeah. and either and the Deont- Bears and Foreman. Back. You have Khalil Herbert, who's nice. Sean Johnson. I mean, yes. I think the Bears have a better rushing attack. So, than, yeah. I just saw this list and I kind of like, I, I thought at first when I like read like the first line, I was like, oh, this must be just like something. This Are we just, are they talking shit? What's going on? Like, and then I kept reading and I was like, oh, no, this is for real. Yeah. It's is the Lamar. I'll never, the Lamar, any team that has Lamar. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. Cause you got, you know, two, three running backs on the field at once, no quarterback. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, the, for the Browns to not be on there, I mean, that's... Where are you putting them at? Because I'm thinking like four. I would put them above... Jonathan Taylor had one good year. That's true. It's very and true. Anthony Richards had, has, had, has had zero, zero good years in the NFL. <laughs> yes. Has no good years yet. Yeah. I, so I'm putting them above them. I'm putting mm-hmm. them above Brees Hall. Okay. <laughs> The the Jalen hurts Jalen hurts gives them it, it's it's tough to gauge because how much like read option stuff are the Browns going to do this year to mm-hmm. to incorporate Deshaun's legs, um, Derrick Henry I'm moving them down I would still probably have Derrick Henry on here but I'd have him like down mm-hmm. I just think it's funny Derrick Henry makes his list on his own but Nick Chubb doesn't yes right. it's so weird yes That's typical it's stupid um, I would probably go like Lamar one. Uh, Niners too. Yep. And then like people aren't even on this list. Like the Bears, the Bears like you said, yep. the Giants are on there. And then, I, like you said, I probably have the the Browns somewhere right in the middle, like yeah. four to five. Yep. What, where were the Falcons at last year in rushing? They were pretty good, weren't they? They were third. They were third, and now they add Bijan Robinson. I'm sorry, him and Tyler Algier, and I know Desmond Ritter's not a stationary Patterson quarterback too. I don't know. What's I'm just saying, like know. that, they should yeah. be on this list too. You would think so. They were third in the league last year without Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Okay. The, the the Jonathan Taylor Anthony Richardson one's just hilarious to me because like there's Barkley and Daniel Jones we don't people might not love Daniel Jones but he's very athletic yeah I mean he I he was essentially Josh Allen light last year yes he was if you compared their no if you did a blind comparison you might not have been able to tell whose was who mm-hmm. in terms of like rushing yards I think mm-hmm. Josh Allen probably threw for a lot more yards <laughs> <laughs> probably yep um but yeah so this list every every once in a while you come across something on the interwebs that just you know, who who lets these people put things on paper and put it into yeah. the world. I got to send this to my friends right now. <laughs> this we is to, criminal. I have to share this with the masses. Yeah. Um, no. So that was, that was bad. Let us know what you guys think. Um, should the Browns have been on the list where they should have been, where should they have been on the list? Um, is there anybody on here that you don't think should be on here? And uh, are there any teams not on here besides the Browns that you think would be, would crap your top, crack your top seven, to we'll say 10 um let us know what you guys think i I just thought that was comical i wanted to get into it a little bit uh so i think that pretty much wraps up today's episode if i do recall yeah i'm I'm officially at the closing section of my well that's sad my word (laughs) that stuff okay it's come to a rather uh an end an end (laughs) well reminder as we're in the dead zone of summer get into patreon so you get the after hours and get into the fantasy leagues now we're gonna start putting the leagues together and start figuring out who's in what league and how many leagues we're gonna have and how many spots are even available so get in because there's already a ton of people in the patreon who are already going to play they're ready to play from last year so yeah. the, the in the patrons the after i don't like to toot our own horns but the after hours episodes are very fun they're not just about football we kind of talk about everything and they're very unfiltered and just 
They get us, a little weird sometimes. Us times a million. So <laughs> yeah. if, if you think we're kind of funny or maybe you think we're idiots, but you just want to see like how funny or how dumb we could be. You'll get that. Yeah. You'll get it. You'll get, a, you'll get a good scope on that. Yeah. So th- those are a lot of fun. And you guys have a lot of control in what we talk about on the After Hours episodes. Because, uh, I mean, we're making them for you guys. So uh, check that out. It's, it's a good time. Uh, other than that, again, thank you guys for watching, you know, in the dead of the off season when there's not much going on, uh, we will continue to scrape the bottom of the barrel for content and hopefully you guys will keep watching it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so again, we're getting, we're inching closer, you know, we got about what, six more weeks till hall of fame, which the Browns are in. We're going to hopefully be up there doing something in some official capacity. So if you're in town for the hall of fame, uh, we're probably going to be up there. So look for us, uh, again, thank you guys for being here. Thank you to Kenny Mack for the voicemail. Uh, let us know what you guys thought about today's episode in the comments, or again, drop us a voicemail at the dogs Just tap voicemail on the drop down menu. Uh, Shout out one more time to Baron for seeing me at Target. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for uh, saying hello. And, and impressing uh, your wife. Yeah. Yeah. My wife was like, OMG. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just so, I can't believe I married somebody so cool. And famous. <laughs> Straight famous. She actually said none of those things. I turned around and she just rolled her eyes and was like, please, can we leave? <laughs> <laughs> can we get out of here before somebody else recognizes yeah. you? <laughs> I said, it's not my fault you're uh, married to George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's good. I'm still no George Clooney, Little Nicky. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a great movie. For you young kids, you probably don't know that movie. Go watch uh, it. We're going to wrap this thing up before it gets too silly. Uh, <laughs> again, thank you guys for being here. We'll, get, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.